This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, hello to the Richmond folk. Hi, guys. 106.7 The Fan in and around the D.C. metro area. This is Grant and Danny Radio Program. I am Danny Ruye. No GP. He is off on his holiday break. Got some adorable holiday cheer that we like to spread to you guys. We'll do it later on. It's the All Impression Request Line, a holiday tradition to troll our former producer, Brendan Darr, who hates it. Wherever he is, he's miserable right now because he knows I'm going to do it. We'll do that at 5 post-Meridian. Got a Beltway Blitz for you. And uh, I want Ryan came up with this great idea. We're going to do it in the 4 o'clock hour. Let's be real here, okay? There's a lot of us who would love for this stupid team to just lose this weekend, okay? Right? Whether you want them to play well and lose, fine. Whether you want them to get sandblasted by 100, like me, fine. We're going to give them a lose the game pep talk. You're going to call us. You're going to prepare your best hat on a hat, fire me up speech for them to go out and lose. I want a loser pep talk. We'll demonstrate. We'll give you a couple dry runs. You get the feel. So we get things moving. But it'll be up to you. Speaking of up to you, here's what I want to ask you guys. Rest of the way. National Football League season, three weeks to go. Stretch run, right? You got playoff races that are tight, very tight, like a tiger. Yes. You got a few different things that could happen, a few different scenarios. NFC's crowded right there at the back. AFC, even more so, probably. More dramatic. There are eight and six teams right now that are out of the postseason. A couple eight and six teams that are in. NFC, Rams in now at eight and seven. Vikings, seven and seven. Seahawks, seven and seven. Saints, frauds, they are seven and eight. It's really between those first three teams that I mentioned in all likelihood. But who knows? One of those dumb NFC South teams could could backdoor their way in there. But in the AFC, it's very crowded. So I'm asking you guys, what are you rooting for rest of the way? It's almost like your holiday shopping list or your holiday wish list, right? You you, you fill out your Christmas list or your kids do for you, and then you get it for them. And they're like, no, I wanted the green one. It's like, yeah, you didn't specify, bro. You just forgot. That's what you wrote down in November when we did the shopping, okay? So, like, don't get all uppity with me, dude. Any hoodles. What are you pulling for down the stretch? I'll give you a couple examples. First example. First thing I'm pulling for. I want the Jacksonville Jaguars to lose a lot. You're going, what's your problem with the Jaguars, bro? Why do you hate the Jaguars? Is it because Grant's friend, Joey, really likes the Jaguars? No, it's not why, Joey. Okay? Even though it's weird you like the Jaguars so much, you should eat some bread. Carbs are delicious. Anyway. It's because at the beginning of the year, I thought they were frauds. And I'd like to be right. See how this works? You see, where, you see what you're doing? This is your personal thing. This is your venting. This is your holiday list. Next thing. I want the Bengals to win out. 
What they're doing without Joe Burrow is awesome. Zach Taylor deserves so much credit. Brian Callahan, yes, that Callahan family is unbelievable right now. Coordinating an offense without Jamar Chase, without Joe Burrow, just fine. Chucking and jiving, winning football games. Ripping off three straight, I think. I'm rooting for Cincinnati to win. I'm rooting for the Dallas Cowboys to lose. Do you know why? Because I hate them. I'm rooting for the Eagles to lose. Do you know why? I hate them too. They're both going to the postseason. Nothing can stop that now. It is inevitable. But it'd be real fun if they both limped in. I'm rooting for the Rams. Because I like Sean McVay. I like Matt Stafford. I like Puka Nakua. I'm into the Kyron Williams give the give his uh give the football to his mom thing. I want the Rams to win out. I want them to win a postseason game. I want the Ravens to win. I know that's blasphemous round hell. I know people don't like it when Baltimore's good and stuff, and they're supposed to be this rivalry thing. And I'm not saying it because I have family members that are Ravens fans in and around uh the Greater Baltimore area. I could care less about that part of it. Here's why I want the Ravens to win. I think it's going to bother people. Here was my theory. I was chatting with old Matt Valdez of Sports Yunkies fame before our show. They're still here, by the way, trying to clean up all the stuff from the Junkies Holiday Show, which was a lot of stuff. I was like, dude, why aren't the Ravens getting the proper credit? Tied for the best record in the NFL, and it seems like nobody cares. Locally, he was like, his theory was that Ravens fans are still a little gun shy from when they were the one seed and lost to the Titans early in the postseason a few years ago. He's like, they don't want to be overconfident. But nationally, we were trying to figure that out. We're chopping up, trying to trying to get an explanation. They're 11 and 3. Their defense is awesome. And offensively, after kind of a sluggish start, understandable with the new system and design and everything, they're humming. They're putting up 30 points a week basically on people. This is a Super Bowl contender. And nobody seems to care. It's like, what's the MVP? Is a Dak Prescott still? Does he have a chance to come storming back? What does this say for Dak's legacy? Can Brock Purdy be the MVP? Mr. Owen, can he really be the MVP? Nobody's talking. People are talking about Philadelphia's collapse. Overrated, by the way. They'll be fine. They're going to win three more games and go into the postseason and be a tough out. We're talking Miami. We're talking Pat Mahomes, which I get. Nobody's talking about the Ravens. An 11-3 team with an excellent point differential beating the brakes off of people. They're really good, and no one cares. So I want to ruin everybody. I want to ruin everyone's time. Go Ravens. I'm rooting for the Cleveland Browns to win their games. I think Kevin Stefanski should be the coach of the year. If Cleveland loses their next, how many games have they? Three. If they finish 9-8, and eight, coach of the year. They finish 10-7, and seven, coach of the year. 11 and whatever the math is. Six, coach of the year. You realize they're on their fourth quarterback? They played four different quarterbacks. And they just win football games a lot. Can you imagine that here? Can you imagine that around these parts? On plan D? I'm rooting for the Cleveland Browns. A, because they're the us of the AFC. Right now, give me something you're rooting for. What I'm rooting for the rest of the way is I'm rooting for Tyreek Hill. I want to see someone outside of the quarterback position try to take this MVP trophy. And by going by the definition of it, we kind of saw it this past weekend. Tyree Kill is the most valuable player 
on the field when I think the Dolphins take the field. So I'm rooting for Tyree Kill maybe to take the MVP trophy, but you know what I'm rooting for the most. What's that? The D, Troy, Lions. There it is. And Jared Goff. I want to see them go all the way to the Super Bowl. Now, do I believe that? Not necessarily, but, but it's if what you, you want. Yeah. It's what I want. If they have to go through Ford Field, it's going to be a tough out for anyone. So I'm going to pull for the Lions, see what Jared Goff can do, and ultimately just hope for the best. So this isn't fair, but here it comes. Here's something I'm rooting for. I'm rooting against the Detroit Lions, Rhino. Not because I don't like you or or I like I'm on Ross St. Brown a lot. I like a, a lot of their people. I just can't do it with Dan Campbell. I can't. Okay? I get that he's a good coach. I'm aware of it. I just can't get there. For a dude that's like sobbing on hard knocks, who's telling people about like wading out into the shallow water and you're going to try to drown somebody in the medium deep water after their kneecaps are bleeding. I, I can't with him. I can't. I think Aaron Glenn and uh, Ben Johnson are awesome coaches. I just think Dan Campbell's such a rube. But all he does is win. I mean, they're 10-4. and four. They After that horrendous start last year, what are they? They're like something like 20 and, and 6, 20 and 7 over their last, you know, however many games. I mean, the proof is in the pudding. They're great. I'm rooting against them. I can't have Jared Goff that stiff where if there's the – like if somebody begins to have the idea that there might be pressure at some point, turns into one of like the three or four worst quarterbacks ever, I'm being hyperbolic. I just can't have that guy get back to another Super Bowl with a second team. Sean McVay maddening his way to a Super Bowl with him where he's like, all right, guys, what we're going to do is alert shot. We're going to alert shot 15ZX. Watch the safety. Watch this guy. And you're going to throw it. Hurry up. Throw it to Cooper Cup. Okay, bye. And then they would run the play. And he basically told him where to throw the ball before every play and golf had a nice season. And they were so excited to get rid of him. They were so happy to get rid of him, and they couldn't believe someone was going to take on that contract. I just can't have that guy do it again. And I like Detroit. I like the Detroit fans. Two of my best comedy buddies uh, when I was in New York, Jesse Pop and Vince uh, Averill, Detroit guys. We watched the Detroit um, Tigers ALCS game where there was some, so much chokage years ago. I felt so bad for those guys. They just want wins so badly. But I'm rooting against Detroit. I'm rooting, I think I'm rooting against the Vikings. I don't have a strong feeling about that. I kind of want Seattle in there. I want this Geno Smith, Drew Locke bromance to have one more day in the sun. Like, I want those guys around for my postseason. I don't want Minnesota in there. I'm not mad at Minnesota. I don't hate them. I just don't want this Ty Chandler, Nick Mullinsy thing to work. I'm annoyed by it. No one's fault. They're just playing who's available to them. But I kind of can't have that. I want Seattle in. I want Minnesota out. Uh, I'm rooting against New Orleans and against Atlanta. I'm so sick of them. I'm so sick of the NFC South. You guys are just insisting on yourselves. No. To you guys. Uh Uh-uh. Not not on my TV anymore. Go away. Lose and rid us of your nonsense. Rooting for that. I'm rooting for the Colts. Which means I'm probably rooting against Houston, but I want to see the Colts do it. Again, they're on plan B at quarterback. 
They salvage their season, and they're finding a way to win some of these games. They're nowhere near as good as Buffalo right now. Probably not as good overall as maybe Houston. But they're 8-6. and six. It's kind of a cool thing. Those are some of the things I'm rooting for. What are you guys rooting for? 800-636-1067 is the number. Rest of the way, NFL season. Give me some things that you want to – you'll pump your fist over. You're excited. We got nothing here in town. We're rooting for the end of a, of a bad regime. We're counting down the days till it ain't Ron's turn to ruin it anymore. For the rest of the league, when you tune in, what are you watching for? Andy in Woodbridge, what's on your mind, bud? Hey, Danny. Uh, I want the Eagles and the Cowboys to collapse. Of course you I want do. them bounce in the first round. I want the Niners to steamroll everybody. I want the Dolphins to steamroll everybody. I want to see them face off in the Super Bowl just so I can feel the pain because they were both here. Both coaches were in our building, and we don't know what we're doing. And then the day after the Super Bowl, I want everyone associated with the Washington Commanders in the front office, Doug Williams, I don't care, all of them, Scouts, the Martys, they're all gone, and then an entire draft of offensive linemen. Andy, I smell what you're cooking, and if we were in the same room, I'd give you a high five. And I tell you, it's not your fault. You're right. You're right. 800-636-1067. Ryan and Anandale, what are you rooting for the rest of the way in the NFL? Yeah, mine's uh, pretty simple. I just want to, again, with the 49ers to steamroll everybody, I just want to see Trent Williams to get a ring, kind of, you know, he paid his penance here in Washington. Oh, that's a good I one. I just want to see him get that. That's a good one. I like that one. appreciate that. Rooting for former guys that were here for success. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I think I'm pretty ambivalent about the Dolphins. I'm not, like, for or against. I like what's, I like how they think about offense, and I like watching Mike McDaniel's teams take the field. I like what they're doing, but I'm not, I don't have a passion either way. I think there'll be something else, like if they matched up with the Ravens in the postseason, I think I'd probably root for Baltimore. If they matched up with uh, the Bengals or the Colts, I'd probably root for the underdog. If they somehow managed to, to play the Cleveland Browns in the playoffs, I'd root for Cleveland probably. So again, it's not that I'm against Miami, so to speak, in terms of that track meet that they run down there. But I'm not really rooting for it either. Uh, I, I don't, I'm trying to think of where I am on Kansas City. I mean, I usually get so sick of it when it's the same thing over and over. There have there been a couple dynasties that I did not get sick of. Like, I didn't get sick of the Bulls in the 90s because they were slightly different iterations. Because it's like, obviously, it's Jordan Pippen at the center of it. But it was a Tony Kukoc production or it was a Horace Grant production. You know, like some of the enough characters changed where it was it was interesting, and there was a compelling subplot of Jordan coming back, you know, from his time away. I got sick of the Warriors, even though they're very likable. I'm sick of uh, the college football playoff that sometimes includes Alabama. You might have seen it before. I don't know if I'm sick of Kansas City or not. I think there's been enough change outside of Mahomes and Reed where I'm not sick of it. But I'm not like pulling for them to beat Tom Brady anymore. You know what I mean? Like I'm not. I, I, it's not one of those things where it's like somebody take down this stupid Patriots thing. Somebody beat them. Now the Patriots are terrible. And again, if there's any justice, which there isn't, but if there is any, the Patriots should be bad for a hundred years as penance. Like they should go through seventy-seven different rebuilds, and none of them should work to make up for how much success they had from basically the year two thousand through twenty twenty-one or twenty-two. But I don't know where I'm at on Kansas City. I'll have to do some soul searching on that one. 
Let's go to Dom in Ohio. Dom, first of all, condolences about that whole Blue Jackets thing last night, bud. What are you rooting for the rest of the way? Yeah, that was a fun and exciting way to lose. Um, Wasn't it, so, though? OV, right? Yeah. OV. Right. You know, yeah. you can you can totally bang. Yeah. Anyway, buddy, what's up? Death in Texas. Anyway, uh, what I'm rooting for is chaos. Uh, I want to see the Bucks. Uh, put someone down in the first round. I want to see the Rams put someone down in the first round. And then I want to see offense rewarded for people who build the correct way and mm. understand how football works in the 2020s. Uh, I want to see the Dolphins put up a thousand points. I want to see the Niners put up a thousand points in the playoffs. I would ideally like to see them play in the Super Bowl. And I want that score to be the highest over ever. And I don't really care who wins because offense should be rewarded and you should maximize your players. Your scheme means nothing. Please maximize your players. Please and thank you. Look at Dom in Ohio, top rope. Um, as the great LeVar Arrington used to sit in this chair in this time slot used to say, hmm, that's real interesting. I like that one. That's a good one. Because I usually do my chaos thing for college football because I, I'm so resentful of their dumb process, which, again, last year, last year for it, thank goodness, we're going to go to a, a more serious format. But I was rooted for chaos. I, I want I want everyone to be confused and upset, and everyone gets to see the, the the sham that that process was, and we saw it this year again. I don't think about that as much for the NFL. Rooting for the Joker, we're gonna have a little chaos. I don't think of that, but I like it from Dom. I like it. Let's go to Julian in Fairfax. What are you rooting for the rest of the way? Hey, Danny, how you doing, man? I just. I'm rooting for the Jets to beat the Commanders because my buddy and I from work had a season-long bet of 50 bucks. So who has a better season? He opened up the year saying before preseason said the Redskins would go 5-0 to open up. They went not that. And then every time that my team has been eating a bunch of mud because of the beatdown, he just had to let me know about how great they were doing. And then as time went on, we we edged them out by one game. And then for a long time there, we were technically in a higher position just because we hadn't, uh, we had already had a bye week, so we didn't have as many games in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But uh, he keeps telling me, like, if they're going to win one game, it's going to (laughs) be against the Jets. And I'm like, okay, buddy. At this point, I'm already kind of safe because even if they do beat us, I don't see them beating the Niners or the Cowboys, but it would just be really nice Christmas present to just see them lose against the Jets and also just having been beaten and bludgeoned by everybody that looks at me and they say, Jets, every time they see my hat, it's got to be a statement. Mm-hmm. Julian, thank you, buddy. So one of my college teammates was a, uh, was a Jets guy. He had a Jets hat. Like he had one. I never saw him wear it. I just stayed in his dorm room because he, I think he got tired of whatever that is where people go jets. Like they're aware that they're one of the 32 teams and they've had some success at times, right? Pre pre butt fumble, uh, Mark Sanchez, Rex Ryan, they're winning 11 games a year. I think they played the AFC title game if memory serves, but still people do that. They go jets. They just say the team of the name, the name of the team with like a, when your voice goes up jets. 
800-636-1067. Do a little more of what you're rooting for the rest of the way. Got a winning off the field for you at 345. Beltway Blitz at 4. Whole bunch of fun stuff. Holiday edition here. Last show before the Christmas break. It's Great Nanny on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's G&D here on The Fan. No GP, just D hanging with you until 6.30 post-Meridian. Final show before the holiday. A couple fun holiday activities planned for you guys, including the traditional Impression request line. We'll do it at the 5 o'clock hour. Also got to sneak in best gift you ever got. That's always a fun one to do. We may do that at the end of the show, Ryan. Just just a little fun thing. Sprinkle a little holiday cheer out there. But uh, before we do a little winning off the field, I want to finish up the calls on this. What are you rooting for the rest of the way? NFL. Obviously, our, our guys are out of it. We're done here in Washington. So, kind of summarize my position on this. Uh, first and foremost, I want the division rivals to lose and feel shame and sadness. Uh, Dallas, Philadelphia, they can go to hell, but I imagine they won't. They'll be, uh, competing for championships or championship this year. Uh, I'm rooting against the NFC South, most specifically New Orleans, Atlanta. I want nothing to do with them. They're frauds. I can't stand them. I'm rooting for the Ravens because they're not getting enough credit. Rooting for Cleveland because they're on quarterback number 11, numbers approximate. Uh, Kevin Stefanski should be coach of the year. I'm rooting against Jacksonville, just so I can be correct that they were fraudulent. Ambivalent on teams like Kansas City, rooting for Sean McVay and company, rooting against Detroit, mostly to antagonize Ryan. But also, it's a Dan Campbell thing for me. I I just can't with him. Seems like a nice man. I know a lot of nice people. 
Like my buddy Ryan is really nice. He shouldn't be the head coach of a team. You know? Like Dan Campbell just seems, it's just so much. Like Grant does the impression all the time. But like he when he's like on camera, he's like talking to his team. He's like, we have to go out into the water. And uh, they're going to be swimming in the water, but we're going to try to drown them with our teeth. And you're like, what? I don't. Do I block? Who do I do? I block the edge rusher. Do I? What am I doing here, guy? I have no idea what you're talking about. Thank you, Jay. I just can't stand it. And Jared Goff is such a stiff. The fact that they're turning him into a star again is just so irritating. So I'm rooting against Detroit. Rooting against Minnesota. Rooting for Sean McVay and company out there in L.A. Like the way they put it together. Rooting for Seattle. I'm into this Geno Smith, Drew Locke bromance thing. I'm in favor of it. Those are some of those things. Let's go to, oh, let's go to George in Heights who wants to tell me I'm wrong. George, what's up, man? What are you rooting for the rest of the way? Hey, uh, I got two points quick, Danny. Um, the first one is about what I think you're, just bear with me. I think you're wrong about the Baltimore thing. Please. Having lived there for a few years when I was in college, like, just know that those missing links up there, that fan base, they can't stand D.C., anything D.C. Oh, that's true. So don't root for them. <laughs> they hate <laughs> that's us. That's all anyway, true, the George. Thing is, as, as a Skins fan, you know, it's kind of weird. I, I would love to see the Eagles and the Cowboys, one of them, like, make it to the Super Bowl, and then once they get there, like, lose in excruciating fashion on, like, a last-second field goal or, like, a blown P.I. call or something. That would just be delicious, but, um, you know. No, George, I appreciate it. Happy holidays to you. I, I can't have that. I hear you, and you're you're talking about maximum pain. I'm not even willing to risk it. I can't have either one of those teams in the Super Bowl again, especially Philadelphia, by the way. Enough of them. Enough of them being in Super Bowls. I'm good on that for a long time. But Dallas being in a Super Bowl? Oh, uh, imagine. Imagine, like, Ed Warder, 24-7. Jerry Jones cleared his throat. Back to you guys. Jerry Jones blinked four times while looking at uh, Mike McCarthy. I can't. you imagine how exhausting Cowboys coverage would be? Cowboys fans. By the way, if you live here and you have Cowboys flags on your car, you're a horse's ass. This is Danny saying that, by the way. You are a horse's ass if you have Cowboys flags in your car. Um, 800-636-1067. Your support means a lot to them, by the way. They really are counting on it. Let's go to Michael in D.C., what are you rooting for the rest of the way? Uh, 49ers. How come? Uh, because I think Kyle Shanahan deserves it. He's consistently read, led the uh, 49ers throughout the past four seasons, built the roster, and had devastating injuries and bad luck, uh, you know, for all that period of time. But Kyle is widely regarded as one of the best coaching minds in the league. Would you dispute that? I certainly well, would not. You, I would not dispute that at all. Yeah, like, exactly. I, and, well, I'm just saying, uh, I think he deserves it. How but, many NFL head coaches took Mr. Irrelevant and made him into an MVP candidate? Reminds me of Joe Gibbs, who took any quarterback – and whatever, and made him into a Super Bowl contender. I think that's the thing. And, Michael, I don't know, man. Can you really say that San Francisco had bad luck? Like having three different quarterbacks injured and having Christian McCaffrey have to take snaps at quarterback in an FC Championship game? Damn, is that really bad luck? Is that? It is, by the way. Pretty much every time San Francisco is healthy, they go to the NFC title game. 
with Jimmy Garoppolo and now Brock Purdy. They're a damn juggernaut. They're awesome. Derek, oh, my man, they're rock in D.C. What's up, dude? Hey, what's happening? Hey, man, what are you rooting for? I'm rooting for the, the uh, commanders to get a victory. Man, all we need is just one, man. We can't dude, end for the season. what, Derek? Because I can't root for the team to lose. That's just me, period, man. I don't I care get you, Derek. how going to fall at. I can't root for the team to lose. I just want us to go win, and I'll ride up there with my homie, J. Lou. Shout out to J. Lou. Hi, J. Lou. Uh, Derek, thank you. It's what he's rooting for. It's what he wants. But Derek, what's he, what's he going to do? You're there. We're eliminated. They're eliminated. I don't know who, who am I supposed to say. Now there's like a latest thing, by the way. Like where everyone, every like four or five years, someone's like, "Uh, you're not of the team. Why do you say we?" I don't know, man. I just have an association with them, and I love them very much. I understand. I, I didn't play linebacker. I'm able to say it without making a tackle or throwing a pass. I think we'll be fine. Uh, you said we. Uh, what's the last step? You played for the team. <laughs> I never did. I never will. But it's, you know, there's an affinity there. Something that, uh, you know, I've grown up loving and caring about and uh, thinking about all the time. So, yeah, forgive me. If we lose together, we celebrate the wins. Totally. I'm not in the locker room. I'm able to draw the distinction as an adult. But I appreciate your condescension, Internet people. Where was I? Oh, yeah. We, us, winning one more game. Derek, but did, what, who does it benefit? Who does it help? If it's as simple as I got 17 games and I, and I like it better when they win and you just want the sugar high, then eat your donut, dude. My point is, don't you want more? Don't you want more than just quite literally a meaningless game in December? Don't you want, let me look up the opposite of that, a meaningful game in December? You ever think about having home field for the playoffs? You ever think about that? You ever think about being in the one seed? You ever think about that? You ever think about being a team that's favored every week, no matter who they're playing? You ever rooted for a team like that? I have, buddy. I have. I want that. I don't want this. I want that. Again, this sucks. That is great. And if your point is this reminds you of that, my point, I'm here to tell you, it ain't the same, dude. Let him lose. Derek, embrace it. Embrace it. Embrace that tank as it rolls in to liberate us. Give that M1A1 Abrams tank a hug, brother. Hug it as it shoots its mortar shells of sadness towards us. Right? Embrace the tank. Let that boob Ron Rivera flail around and mess up a challenge, not get timeouts right, have four minutes go off the clock between uh, 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 the first play at the one-yard line and then finally scoring. Give yourself no chance. Let him just flail around and sink and slink away when this whole thing is over. Don't you want more? If they get beat by so many points, Derek, We're so close to it, man. We're close to the end. The thing that you deserve, buddy. The thing that we all deserve. It's almost here. Let's go to Sean in Herndon. Sean, what are you rooting for the rest of the way? Commander Daddy, man. Merry Christmas. Happy Happy Friday. I want to let you know, dude, I want a rematch of the Ravens and the 49ers. Yep. I've always had love for Harbaugh. And actually, I'd like to see the 49ers uh, take this one all the way, man. I think Trent Williams. 
needs to get one. I think Shanahan deserves one like their last caller. Would love to see Mr. Irrelevant with one. That's hilarious. And honestly, Chase Young, man, I got to love the dude. But, you know, I, I think it would be fun for him to have one too, especially he's back with his boy Joey Bosa. I'm a Michigan fan, so I hate that tandem anyway. I was going to say, but, you probably don't love those guys. Oh, I didn't mean to cut you off. I totally screwed that up, Sean. That's my fault. That's my fault. I did that. Sorry, Sean. Premature. My fault. Uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. That's interesting. There's been a couple people that are rooting for the 49ers. Because, I mean, listen, I, I put them and the Bills in the same category of teams that have done everything right over the last several seasons that don't really have anything to show for it yet. These have been legit, bona fide championship contenders that don't have the championships. I think the Bills have one AFC title game appearance. The Niners got to a Super Bowl, got to a couple other conference title games, didn't win them. They deserve a championship. That's been interesting to see that. A couple folks have said that. Uh, Dexter in Gaithersburg. What's up, man? What are you rooting for the rest of the way? What's going on, Danny? I am cheering for uh, Minshew Mania, baby, with the mustache and the mullet uh, and that connection with Michael Pittman. I did not think that guy was going to play another down in his career after that hit that he took last week. Dude, it was so, uh, so gruesome. Cool. By the way, as a side, they kicked that guy not only out of the game, the guy that did it from Pittsburgh, he's not playing the rest yeah. of the season after that one. Crazy, crazy. And uh, I'm also rooting for Joe Flacco in his neck beard. That guy's 40 years old and love seeing him still getting some success. And also cheering for Mike Tomlin and the Steelers to go sub-500 for the first time in how many years? I mean, forever. What, over 20 years, forever. So, Dexter, uh, appreciate the call, bro. Happy holidays to you. I like that list. I like that one. I get the, the Colts to me are fun. I'm very into it. Like the first year for Steichen and company was supposed to be about Anthony Richardson. And it was for almost 11 minutes and he got hurt. Then he got really hurt. And now it's kind of been the ultimate backup Billy, like Mr. Run around, small sample, crazy backyard football guy, rich man's Taylor Heineke, AKA Gardner Minshew. It's been a blast. The, the Minshew-Pittman connection has been really, really fun. Really, really good. Pittman, by the way, just an unheralded stud of a wide receiver. Big, strong, tall, crisp route runner. Doesn't have like that wiggle that some of, the, some of the other guys have. Just smooth as all heck. Catches everything. I don't know if you guys have seen that hit. I'm sure everybody has by now that uh, uh, Dexter was just talking about. When he starts to lay out, and you can see that Steeler. I, I'm blanking on the guy's name. I apologize. Come running into frame. It reminded me, I'm of a certain age, it reminded me of all the Chuck Cecil, Steve Atwater, you know, borderline beheadings of guys going over the middle. It used to happen in this league all the time routinely. You used to have a shot at a guy, you would take it to make him think twice about going over the middle. Now the game has changed, obviously, but man, was that hit gruesome. I thought I was I couldn't believe Pittman got up. I can't believe he's gonna be back in the lineup. I, I'm with Dexter on them. Good calls on those. Uh it's three forty. Soon it's gonna be three forty five on Friday. It's before Christmas, damn it. You know what time it is? Win off the field. Little, teeny, tiny, moral victories that went your way that no one else would care about, but we give them space right here on this program. We'll do a little winning off the field. We'll do it next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back to the show. It's Grant and Danny here on The Fan, but it's not really. It's Danny. Hanging out with you until 6.30. A Metal Chris and Ryan Clary production. GP is on his holiday break. Well-deserved. So, you know the music, you know the time of day, the time of the week, you know what you got to do here, okay? 800-636-1067. It's time to run off the field. Now, you're probably, if you're new to the program, first of all, where have you been? Second of all, uh, you're probably going, what does that mean? What does that mean? What does it even mean? Well, I'll explain it to you. So, you got that audio, Ryan? This is from a while ago. Bruce, remember Bruce, by the way? Remember the one of the, like the weird hero somehow the Dan Snyder saga? Ugh, never thought I'd be there, but here we are. So anyway, Bruce like finally had to talk to the media and explain like what the hell was going on. And as a way to kind of give people a state of the union, he's like, "You guys don't have this right. We're doing a lot of things well here, but you don't understand it because you're all like, whatever." This is what he said as an explanation for a current state of the union of the then Washington Redskins. We're winning off the field, but we got to start winning on the field. And did you ever? Let me just check this out real quick. Let me just check and see if they did. Oh, nope, they did not. They did not start winning on the field. Bruce was fired. What's that? Was fired? Yep. He was fired. Any hoodles. So that's why we do this in honor of old Brucey, who's somewhere in probably Southern California, nice climate, hanging out. 800-636-1067. So what I need from you guys is something insignificant, something small, something that nobody else would care about, but we do right now on this show. We care. I can give you guys an example. So your pal, old Rainy Duye, two and a half hours this morning, really almost three, playing some pickleball. High-level stuff, all right? Playing with a lot of really, really good players. I'm the worst player out of eight at this uh, little shindig that we had going today. Uh, I split my singles matches with this dude, Alex Rhino, who's filthy. Alex is nasty. You can't hit it to his forehand, and you can't really hit it to his backhand either because he returns it really hard or soft, depending on what the most difficult shot to defend is. He's really good. But they're all good. So as I got tired, I'm playing worse, and I'm already the worst of this group, right? So as I got tired, we were doing kind of like a, a, a king of the court, so the winners on the big court, stayed. Losers would go down. Winners from the old, from the lesser court would go up, and we kind of were rotating around. So we got to the point that I'm just staying down in the loser's court. 
with multiple partners just losing. And it's not a coincidence that the team that has me on it is losing. I am really struggling at this point. I'm tired, stiffening up, not in the, in, in the fun way, in like the uncomfortable 40-something man way. And I'm not playing very well. I was playing okay before that, but then I wasn't playing very well. Guys are getting pissed. Like this one dude, Ben, who's nasty. It's the hardest backhand I've ever seen in my life. Uh, was kind of getting annoyed with me, and I understand that because I screwed the game up. Uh, this dude named Bruce, who was good, really solid player, he got annoyed at me because I was screwing the game up and then getting pissed off that I was screwing it up. And a couple others. Well, half the people have to go. So now we've got a final set of games here, okay, uh, where I'm partnered with this guy named Jimmy playing against Gary and Mike. And I'll be damned if old Danny and Jimmy. I didn't leave for the holiday break with a nice little taste in my mouth, winning my final two games. After losing a lot, but I won the final two. And you're probably wondering, what's the overall record? And I'm not telling you it's none of your damn business. What I'm telling you is I won my last two, therefore I am. Winning off the field. And that's how we do it. Bad signal went up. Rich and Olney, how are you winning off the field, sir? What's going on, Danny? Hey, How's everything going today? I'm good, pal. How are you? I'm hanging in there. So I had a major issue. My uh, my new car, which I just paid off, seized up. The engine's cooked. What? Fried. So... Take it up there. Luckily, it falls under one of those extended warranties, so they're going to replace the engine, but that's too good. They actually offered me a free loaner for the entirety that I'm going to have this engine fixed. Therefore, I am. Winning off the field. I love that. That engine seizing thing, by the way, happened to me many moons ago. I drove to Columbus, Ohio to work the uh, Columbus Funny Bone with some guy named Bill Burr. Right after uh, his HBO special, his first one. This is forever ago now. And I drove back, left, the, left my car at my parents' house, flew to Canada, did six, almost seven weeks on a tour in Canada. When I came back, I was going to sell my car, and my wife and I, now wife, then lady friend, we're gonna, we were moving up to New York. And when I took the car to the dealership, like I was like, oh, I haven't driven in a while. That's why there's black smoke coming out of the exhaust. Nope, the engine had seized, had seized Mike's. So somehow, that drive to and from Columbus and then coming back, I need, maybe like the oil change didn't take right or something, whatever happened, all the parts, Ryan, melted together. And so this dealership was like, yeah, every part in the car melted. Um, We got a mechanic here that likes the frame, we'll give you 500 bucks for it. I'm like, well, that... It's not as good as I wanted. It's not as good as I wanted. That was not a what-if situation. So that thing is real, dude. Uh, Mo, in D.C., how are you winning off the field? Hey, 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 Danny. I'm winning. I'm winning off the field. A couple of weeks ago, I went out to wash wash my car, man, just put some water on to clean her up a little bit. And what do I find in the parking lot? 50 doggone dollars, man, just balled up, balled up. And I, and I kind of looked at it. I was like, what is that? I got got up to got up close to it and showed up fifty a fifty dollar spot, man. Well, whose so money is that I now, am, Mo? Whose money is it now? It's Mo's money. It's my money, and it's going <laughs> into the gas tank. <laughs> money well spent, baby. Money well spent. Have a good weekend. You Have too, a good buddy. weekend. Enjoy your holiday. Happy man. holiday, pal. Winning off the field. Yeah. By the way, fifty. That's pretty silly. Dan in Fairfax. What's up, buddy? Hey, Danny. 
it's been a while since I called, but hey, you know, I'm a retail manager in a small mom and pop kind of shop, and one of our regulars brought in some chocolate for the holidays as a thank you, and uh, that's why I'm winning off the field as I eat it. Winning off the field? And boom goes the dynamite. So succinct, so perfect. That's it. That's the spirit of this thing. Jeff and Woodbridge. Jeff, what's up, buddy? How are you winning off the field? Hey, Danny. Uh, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. You I too. hope you have a really nice one. You, you, you but, as well, my uh, friend. Thank you very much. My dishwasher has not been working, and uh, I haven't. I've just put it off, put it off, and finally I was off work today, so I'm going to call the repairman. But my daughter has been sort of tinkering with it and stuff. I ran it today to get the error code so I'd be able to call it in. Apparently, she fixed it. It's working fine. Therefore, winning off the field. Look at that. Now, that's the kind of thing, by the way, that's both good and bad. Here's why it's bad. I can't tell you the number of times I've done that exasperated husband sigh. I'll go, (sighs) just big gestures at whatever's not working right or something I can't find. And then here comes my wife just sauntering in, just working her way right up to the object, pushes one button, turns one lever. It's right there in front of you, solves it in a microsecond. Number one, I'm glad it's solved. We can move on with our day. But number two, it's so emasculating. And she's done nothing wrong. She's fixing my problem, which is what I was sighing about in the first place. I just want it to be the same challenge. I want everyone to know that this was hard for me. Charlie and Woodbridge, finish it up, buddy. Well, I got a little bit of a story. It's a, it's a white elephant story. Go. Uh, so I show up these, you know, white elephant parties all the time. And my wife is famous for She used to get those boxes of wine every quarter, mm-hmm. right? So there'd be 12. 12 bottles of wine in each box. Well, you know, uh, this has been about three or four years ago where I made her stop buying these boxes of wine. Well, I still have bottles of wine in the garage that I use to bring to the white elephant parties, right? Mm -hmm. So I show up with three or four years old bottles of wine that Mm -hmm. have been sitting in my garage. Well, this one party I showed up for, it was only a party of about 20 people. Everybody knew me. Mm -hmm. But the problem was I showed up 30 minutes late. So everybody saw that I brought in two bottles of wine in these wine bags that my wife had bought. Mm-hmm. So everybody knew what I was bringing into the party, right? So we do the gift exchange, and this one lady um, got the wine. She looks in the wine, and she goes, and she only sees the top of the wine bottle. She goes, oh, my gosh, is this Stella Rosa blueberry? I love this wine. And then she's like, I want to open up this bottle for everybody at the party. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, you better not open this bottle of wine. I don't even know what it tastes like, and I'm not even a drinker. So I run, get a red Solo cup, and made sure that I was the first one who got a swig of this wine, thinking that it is putrid, right? Mm-hmm. So we all drink the wine. The wine was good, and I didn't have to worry about it. Therefore, I am winning off the field. I smell what you're cooking there, all right? So the I, I was like, where are we going? How does this end? What's the dramatic part? But then I get it, right, where you're like you're basically unloading a cheap kind of bottle of wine on, on like work friends, and it turns out it was good. Then you're not, you're not viewed as a cheapskate. You're not viewed as a horse's ass for bringing in the bad bottle. I like that one. Good story. Uh, we're going to Buttway Blitz it next. What's going on with all your D.C. sports teams? We will talk about uh, the Caps, Wiz, and those Washington football 53. We'll do all that next. And then at 4.30, I want you to get your pep talk ready. We're going to give the team a pep talk to lose. It's next on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.